Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani. And uh, this is the Rudy Giuliani show. And we're about to, uh, we are about to sum up what happened this weekend. And it is very, very depressing and, and very upsetting. This was an extremely bloody weekend for America. The idea that crime is just in one place, uh, it's all over the country. And the fact is we have a president who does nothing about it, nothing. He doesn't even react to it, doesn't even talk about it. He comes up with no help, no assistance to uh, local and state law enforcement. And uh, at least in the Democrat cities where it is flourishing, he uh, he lets his woke mayors and district attorneys let the criminals go free. The, 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 the big uh, homicide numbers that take place in mostly Democrat-run controlled cities where you have district attorneys who were paid for by Soros letting criminals go free. So this weekend you had four major shootings. In Pittsburgh, you had uh, the Airbnb, uh, 10 people altogether uh, injured, two killed, two minors killed, Jaden Brown and Matthew Ross, now, 50 rounds shot. I mean, this is like a Frank James uh, situation, although I don't know that it was motivated by uh, white hatred. I, de- I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think it had the same motivation. The James thing is really an act of terrorism. If you think about it, and, and I know uh, the, the, the media, including even some of the conservative media, are hiding all of the, the YouTubes and, and texts by Frank James. But Frank James was a committed uh, black nationalist, and he committed those uh, shootings uh, in order to attack white people. And he was a strong advocate of Black Lives Matter. He took Biden's uh, uh, statement that America is systemically racist very seriously. And it's interesting about the the, the complete, complete um, uh, dishonesty of the media and the Democrats. And here they are conducting this multi-million dollar investigation, trying to blame Trump for what happened on January 6th because he talked about a stolen election. And talking about a stolen election somehow caused the, the violence. Well, we got direct link between Frank James's violence and Biden saying that the country is, is systemically racist. We have a direct link. That's why, he, that's, why he, that's why he did the shootings, because he hates white people. He thinks they should be all wiped out. That's what he said. I'm not saying that. That's what he said before he did it. And nobody paid attention to it. They ban everybody on media except, you know, left-wing murderers. Nobody cared that he was saying that he hates white people and white people should be killed and they should, we should live separately and white people are animals. Then he had a drawing of, or not a drawing, a picture of um, Mrs. Obama and something about, you know, killing white people. That's why he did it. And they talk about, you know, the biggest danger to America Biggest danger to our national security is not China. It's not Russia. It's not the tremendous number of ethanol debts. It's not the invasion over the southern border. No, no. It's white supremacists. 
Uh huh. You see all those murders they committed last year. Uh, if you if you remember one, call me, okay? Because I'm I'm looking for one. Also, um, wasn't just Pittsburgh, South Carolina, two places in South Carolina, the Columbia Mall, nine people wounded, five injured, as well as wounded. That's a, a lot of major shooting going on at the Columbia Mall in South Carolina, 90 miles away in Hampton County. We have another nine wounded. And this was like an Easter bash. And somebody came in and shot it all up. And then all the way across the country in Portland, which has become yeah, Portland and Seattle, just ridiculous left-wing cities. and One dead, three injured. Baltimore, five shootings, six injured. And, of course, Chicago, 16 wounded and one dead. And we had very odd, strange crimes over the weekend. The usual crimes, you know. But uh, how, about the, how about the arrest of this guy, Daniel Oster? This occurred back in November, so it's, this, is, this goes back a bit. But Daniel Oster's child died of heroin and fentanyl. Little baby, a granddaughter ingested enough heroin and fentanyl to render an adult unconscious, a Brooklyn prosecutor said on Sunday. And um, little Ruby, who was only 10 months old, died of fentanyl. And uh, the dad, who had been using heroin that day, um, made some kind of admission that he gave uh, Ruby I mean, I did, this is very hard to believe. But this gets back to what's, the, what's this fentanyl doing in this country? Comes all the way from China. The Mexican cartels steer it here. I think, I think it all comes over the, the border that Biden has left wide open. I mean, the, the, we set a record last year for overdose deaths, and 70% of them attributed to fentanyl. That was a record for fentanyl. Thank you, Joe Biden. That's all due to Joe Biden. It wasn't coming in in that kind of numbers when, when uh, Trump finally really got control of the border. And we were keeping them in Mexico and checking them out there. And I mean, last year we set a record for people coming in. This year we're well on our way to exceeding that record. And we probably have over 2 million people come in apprehended this year, which means we'll have about 1 million come in that we never get to see. And uh, Biden got caught again, They're dropping people off in Westchester County. Rob Astorino, who we we had on on Friday, you know, once again uh, went out to Westchester Airport and, and filmed it, filmed the federal government plane dropping people off. Then they drove them somewhere to in New Jersey. Now, none of these people, we don't know who they are. They could be, they could be good people in the sense that they're just coming here because they're poor. They still shouldn't be violating the law. A lot of poor people want to come here. They should come here in some kind of process so it's done fairly. But okay. But, but they also could be murderers. They could also could be drug dealers. They could be child traffickers. They could be people coming here in response to Biden telling them they can be on welfare or get free health care. Or they could have COVID. Like, he doesn't care. If it's them, he doesn't care. If it's a if it's a kid in school, Adam still is having the babies in school wear uh, wear masks. 
for no reason. I, I mean, I don't get Adams. I really don't. And then we had this terrible, terrible killing in, in, in I think it's in Jamaica, Queens, of this uh, woman, Orsolia Gale. Her body was found in a duffel bag, and it was dragged, it looks like, from her house. And uh, I think there were 10, I mean, her body was basically, you know, just chopped up. She was stabbed like 10 times. Her husband and her older son were apparently on the West Coast when it happened, and her younger son was with her. I believe his name is Leo. And he was originally arrested by the police. He was put, he was put in handcuffs and taken away. And then, and then, um, and then, and then he was let go, he was let go and went and, and went somewhere or other. But he was let out, so it's hard to say if they have any suspects yet or persons of interest or or exactly why they handcuffed the kid. And, um, but this is a very very it's a very strange murder. I mean, all, all of a sudden, some guy was walking by with his dog and saw and saw the duffel bag. And then took a better look at it and just thought it was a thought it was a mannequin. Then he looked a little further in it and he said it was a human body. I mean this is um this is terrible. I mean the, 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 you you turn around one place or the other and you got crime going on in New York. And then we we have a mayor who talks a good game and gets nothing done. I mean, the subway, the subway is safe, according to him. Subway crime went up 60%, I think, last month. Over a two-year period, it's up over 100%. What do you mean it's safe? Well, is he crazy? It's safe. And he started a new program to reduce it since he started the program. It's been going up. He was going to reduce crime for the whole city. Each month he's been mayor, it's been up. Anywhere from 30 to 60% each month. Each month. We've got more crime now by a substantial amount than we did under de Blasio. Now, I'm not saying he's as bad as de Blasio, but certainly on crime, he's not, he's not showing any results yet. He's talking about it a lot. But then he says stupid things, like it's the guns. But it's not the guns, it's the people. Not the guns. The guns don't shoot themselves. Gun control doesn't work for criminals. He should know that. He's a cop. Criminals don't respond to controls. You have to pursue them. You can't expect you're going to use gun control laws to reduce crime. Maybe you'll reduce suicides. Maybe you'll reduce accidents. Uh, People who respond to gun control are legitimate, lawful people. But, I mean, if I I relied on gun control and the guns the way he did, this city would have continued to have 2,000 murders like it had under, under... under Dinkins. I don't know if he really was a cop. He doesn't seem to understand these things. And, and, listen, and, and listen to this. I mean, listen to this incredibly stupid thing that he said. This is cut three. I think the president has done an amazing job, but you've heard the narrative beforehand about defunding the police. Let me tell you what the defunders of police are. Those are those who did not b- vote on the Build Back Better bill. Money was in that bill for uh, police officers. We have 2,400 ATF agents in our country. Only 80 
80 are in New York. We need to double that amount. We need to go after the ghost guns. We need to put a head to ATF in place, put in place a real gun tracing program. And then we have to be preventive. Uh, many of these generational social problems have become the pipeline to violence. You, you, you understand what he was talking about? I, that's, that's what I call, you know, a good line of bull. First of all, Biden is doing an amazing job. That's part of the problem. He wants to be a Democrat politician. That's his number one priority. The idea of uh, reducing crime in New York, uh, you know, is second place, third place, fourth place, fifth place. He won't lean on Hochul effectively to get the bail law uh, done by just telling her, I'm not going to support you. I'll support somebody else for governor. That would shake her up. And he should go talk to his two friends in the legislature. They're Democrats. Have a serious conversation with them. I'll target you. I'll spend the rest of my mayoralty trying to get you thrown out of office if you don't change it. I don't care if they're his friends. People in New York are dying, Adams. I mean, this is, this is why you have political leverage. Not to, not to make money, but to help people. This is why I endorsed uh, Cuomo. Come on, show us that reducing crime and saving lives is more important than uh, telling a, you know, bullessing, you know? Biden is doing an amazing job, and we set a record for homicide last year all around America. We had, we had an Easter weekend where people are getting killed everywhere, and Biden is doing a great job. He's not doing anything. And by the way, your predecessor took a billion dollars out of the police department. You haven't put it back. So come on, get something done instead of talking. The numbers are staggering in New York. The crime on the subway is staggering. And people don't want to come here anymore. Don't you understand it? And they don't want to go on a subway. They, 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 they didn't have to go on a subway or couldn't go during the during the. During the pandemic and the lockdown, and now, you know, from what they read, people getting thrown on the tracks, and you, you seem to think it's okay. And the minute you say it's okay, they lose total confidence. I don't think, I think this job was above your abilities, my friend, which is a shame because people are dying. Well, we'll take a short break, and we'll be back, and we'll take some calls, and we've got a lot more to cover, a lot more than the mayor's final word. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you. And, uh, you know, in addition, to, in addition to everything else, I mean, the, the, rea- the reality is that it, it's very hard. I mean, I love New York. And it's very, very hard to see this happen. I, I see that uh, Adams got annoyed about Bratton, what Bratton was saying about the broken windows theory. He, he can't defend the results. Now, I have to tell you, I'm the one who made uh, Comstat. I helped to develop Comstat with Jack Maple and Bill Bratton. But I'm the one who made it public, put it out every week and got into the habit of doing that. And I did it to protect the city against a bad mayor. So you would get to see if crime was going up, you'd get to see it. And they couldn't, 
You know, they, they used to say in the past, there's nothing you could do about it. You couldn't really reduce crime in a city. It was not possible to reduce crime. You just did the best you could. It's beyond. And then he, and you're getting that from Adams, too. This is generational. This has been going on for a long time. I mean, it's sort of like the Biden. It's not my fault. I mean, they're pretty soon they're going to blame it on Putin. Putin is responsible for the crime in New York. And come on, be, be a man. You know, remember the Godfather where he slaps him around? Be a man. Take responsibility for it. Look, <laughs> I was left with a lot worse than he was with his friend uh, 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 Jenkins. They were averaging 2,000 murders a year. Uh, we had 1.1 million people on welfare. We had over 10% unemployment. We had a deficit that was ridiculously large, four times what he had estimated. And we had roughly the same thing he has now, 75% who wanted to leave the city. So I could have just spent my time blaming it on Dinkins. I've been right. uh, You know, maybe make a little improvement and then say, wow, look, I made a little improvement. But I, I didn't take the job for that reason. I took the job to change my city. I was, I figured, you know, I was the third Republican elected. I was the second one to remain a Republican. One of, one of them turned into a Democrat. And I said, this is my chance to show that free market conservative principles work brilliantly to reduce crime because they help teach people values. And it worked. And I don't understand what he. What, what he's doing, he knows what, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he really doesn't know how to do it. I don't know. I don't know, but nothing is working. I mean, it's getting worse. You look at the Comstat numbers, up, 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 up. Nobody seems to be afraid of him. You got to get people afraid of you <laughs> that are criminals. I mean, you, you can't, you can't... Um, you can't just talk about it. And Biden is doing a great job. So let's listen, let's listen to Zelensky saying that Biden should go to uh, should go to Ukraine. It, it's his decision, of course, and and about the safety situation. It depends. I mean that, but I think I think he's the leader of the United States, and that, that that's why he should come here to see. Ah, you probably get lost. Did you see him the other day when he was trying to? He was shaking hands with the with the with the wind. <laughs> he turns around. He shake tries to shake hands. Nobody on that side. Turns around completely in back of him. Tries to sh- nobody there. Turns around and nobody. I, why didn't somebody come out and help him? It's almost like they want to make him look bad. You remember when he was with Obama and nobody would talk to him and he really looked pathetic. People are saying, you know, I felt sorry for him. I would, I'd feel, I would feel sorry for him, too, if he wasn't ruining my country and getting people killed. I don't feel sorry for him. The guy's a massive crook who somehow got by because the crooked press covered it up. He's been a crook for years, taking money, selling his office. I'm trying to think of a right decision that he made. And some of the decisions he made you could only make if you hate this country. Look, I mean, the open border. I mean, just the fentanyl deaths alone should lead you to do something about that border. The little girl, the 10-month-old 10 10, 10 girl that gets killed. I mean, these Democrats don't give a damn. 
Look at Chicago, Democratic rule for 50 years. We had another weekend with, you know, 16 people wounded or whatever the heck it was. And it's like a war zone. You've got to care about people and not just pretend. Well, we'll be back with the rest of the show and the mayor's final words right after this break. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you. And we'll get to your calls in just a moment. I I want to point out that um, this progressive DA thing, progressive mayor thing, I mean, this is at the heart of why we have a crime epidemic going on in this country. And it didn't happen accidentally. Soros has been investing in this since 2015. He's been investing in DAs who set people free. I think he's got about 30 of them now, including Bragg in New York. And neither Adams or or Hochul has the guts to get rid of them. They have the power to do it. Hochul does. All she's got to do is sign a piece of paper. I could write it out for her. Then he'd have a trial. And we could show that he's violating his oath of office. Maybe we get some people put in jail and lives saved, but, but Democrats are going to stick together. Now, let's listen to the uh, brag of Los Angeles. He had been the brag of San Francisco after he ruined San Francisco. Now he's in Los Angeles trying to ruin Los Angeles, and they're trying to remove him. Let's go to – this is a convicted murderer. He's telling you how great the DA is. This is cut seven. This is looking real good. Now we got a new DA in L.A., so they're going to – um, for, I got caught on the 14th, fool. Right there in Compton on Thursday, so they're gonna drop a gang of um, like my gun enhancement, my gang enhancement, my gang enhancement's 10 years, fool, for being a gang member. And then the gun and the commission where of the crime. Nigga, huh? Gas- Gascon or where the f- I don't get that name on my face. That's a champ right there. Gascon. That's the. Right there, bro, is making the story changes for all of us, fool. You know, so I'm just grateful, fool. Like I got good news off that. <laughs> so at least now I know. Like they're like, you're coming home, blood. Like they already told me, my lord told me, you're coming home. This is a murderer. You were listening to a murderer who says the DA is a champ. I mean, he should be fired for that alone. This is a murderer. This is not some guy who, you know, held up a store and, or, or did a little shoplifting. Or This is a murderer. Gascon is a champ. I mean, he really appreciates it. He's going to go home. 
probably got three, four more murders in him. I, I, this is, I, I, sometimes I wake up in the morning thinking about this and I don't, I, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe the decisions that Biden makes. Now, if I were the president and this DA was in my party, in my political, a Republican, I, I think Trump would do it too. I'd, I'd call the guy up. I'd call Gascon up and I'd say, I'd say, what the hell are you doing? You're getting people killed out there, jerk. And uh, I tell you what I'm going to do unless you change. I'm going to make a campaign. I'm, gonna go, I'm just going to go after you every day. I don't know what they can do in, I guess they can do, uh, yeah, I'll join the, the, the recall effort. I'll go out and do a commercial. The president of the United States says that this guy who's a member of his party should be removed as DA because he's getting people killed. So unless you want to face that, start putting people in jail, jerk. What's wrong with you? Are you getting paid? Is Soros paying you to let him go free? I mean, what? You know, this is this is cra- crazy. This is why we have leaders. Look, look at look at Zelensky. I mean, Zelensky's a leader. He makes choices. He makes decisions. Uh, Jerko in the White House doesn't doesn't do that. Everything is too little, too late to the to to um, to Ukraine. I also want to make the point because there's a source of division in my party right now about Ukraine. And I, I think we start with the fact that we all agree that American troops should not be put in Ukraine. Everybody agrees. It seems like Biden does. Trump does. On both sides of the aisle, I think there's agreement on that. Now the question becomes, then what else do we do? And uh, up until now, Biden has been – Biden, like Adams does with crime, is talking a good game – But we know they're not getting what they need. At least they're not getting it in a timely way. We flag a lot of money, but we don't get the uh, Javelin missiles there. They just got there. Six weeks into the war, he finally got Javelin missiles. I don't know what I don't know what that's about. And there certainly does seem some there does seem to be some kind of pressure on him to kind of like cave in and uh, maybe do a divided Ukraine. Let them have uh, what Putin have uh, Donbass. Let them have the um, let them have the path to the sea, which is what the Battle of Mariupol is all about. And I ju- I just think that what my fellow Republicans are missing when they say, well, it isn't really we should be more concerned with the border and people come. We, well, we should be as concerned about the border, but this does relate to our national security. Unless we're living in some kind of strange world and we don't realize that Putin and China are our enemies. Unless we're as stupid as, as Biden, who you know gives up the Bagram Air Force, Air Force Base, uh, 400 miles from China, because, well, in his case, because he's paid off by China. But I, you know, Republicans are usually more practical about foreign policy. And I think to, to, to say that uh, Ukraine winning this against Russia doesn't bear on our – National security is a very, 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 very big sign that you you don't you, you really don't understand foreign policy. You don't understand the threat of communism. You don't understand the threat of China and Russia. And and you know, it's a shame because the president doesn't. But in my in my party, we, we always 
had a more practical approach to foreign policy. It's one of the reasons I became a Republican. And it's very, it's very disheartening to see these Republicans who are afraid to help Ukraine, also are angry at Ukraine because Ukraine, you know, did a lot of dirty business with Democrats. And, and nobody knows that better than me. The Republicans who are, who are uh, you know, standing back from Ukraine don't know it as well as I do at all. I know how corrupt Ukraine is. Now, the same token, it has nothing to do with these people that are being killed. These people aren't corrupt that you see being killed in the streets. These are just regular people, decent people. It's a well-educated country. It's a good country with a terrible, terrible, crooked leadership with a real tie-in going back to Obama to the Democrats. Crooked deals. A lot of money for Democrats taken out of there. But that doesn't mean that their people should be slaughtered. Shouldn't have anything to do with uh, our standing up for people who want to fight for freedom. And we don't have to send troops in there, but we should do everything else. Why the heck would? Why the heck didn't we give Poland the, the airplanes, the, the the F-16s? I think they were, so they could release the MiGs to Zelensky. I mean, a victory over Russia by Ukraine would be unbelievably helpful to us. Unbelievably helpful. Well, let's let's uh, take a few calls. Let's go to Brenda in Tom's River, New Jersey. Hi, Mr. Mayor. Um, Giuliani, thank you so much for taking my call. No, not at all. What's, what's I up? I really appreciate it. I have a comment about George Soros that uh-huh. I really need to uh, talk to you about. Uh, he is a Holocaust survivor. And at the time, America turned Jews away at the port. And I believe that that might be a reason why he is for freedom, you know, and open borders. Yep. So did you, uh, do, you, you know, do you know do you know he was a Holocaust survivor that turned in Jewish children to be killed? That I didn't know. Well, yeah, well, then, then go back and get the 60 Minutes interview of him in the 1990s. And you'll see that uh, in order to avoid being uh, killed by the Nazis, his family had uh, pretended, gave him to a family, and they, they pretended he was a Catholic. And during that process, he, he would finger other children who were taken in by the Nazis. And then when he's asked about it uh, on 60 Minutes, he says, I don't feel guilty about it. That may be the reason why he's all screwed up. Yeah, I, I, I do realize that. that uh, I mean, I, I don't know. if you, When you were a kid, if you turned in your friends to get killed so you could stay alive, it might do something to your head. I think it's terrible. But but the thing is, I think he's a product of Hitler. Him? Uh, he's now, a what? I was wondering, uh, uh, to get your uh, input, Donald Trump and George Soros at this point are both private citizens, and they're both influential. Yes. And I was wondering if you would uh, um, think it's a good idea for Donald Trump to meet with George Soros to kind of get a feel for uh, what's going on and discuss each other's views I don't think uh, I, 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 I don't think um, I don't think they could talk to each other to tell you the truth. George Soros, to me, is a thoroughly evil man. You're not going to get you're not going to all you'll get is a bunch of lies from him. I mean, he's uh, he's funded. He's funded um, these DAs. He's responsible for all those murders last year in these places where the murder is like the guy we just heard who said that uh, Gascon is a, is a champ, the murderer, because he, he let the murderer out of jail. Soros paid for Gascon's election. 
in L.A. He previously met in San Francisco where the murder rate went up 40 percent. I mean, this guy is singularly responsible for our setting a record for murder last year. He's trying to ruin our country because he wants us to become one world, whatever the heck that means. No, uh, I, I do realize, and I thought Trump was the only one that, that might be able to. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they get past the first sentence without fireworks. <laughs> well, let's go to Sammy and Howard Beach. Big fan, big fan of John Katsumi, the Tidys, and a bigger fan of an attorney that I'm just going to use his initials that you know very well, RJC. Mm-hmm. And you know who I'm talking about. And I got a problem with the station. Giving the 2 to 3 o'clock hour on Saturday to Anthony Weiner, and he had the audacity to challenge the uh, laptop evidence on Saturday afternoon. What do you think of that? What did did Weiner say about the laptop evidence? He said that evidence was added on there like it was created. This was in the 3 o'clock hour when Kurt came on. Come on. Come on. It was somebody. Add, how, how do you? Add, it, it, that is, that is actually technologically impossible. You can't add to a hard drive without it being obvious you're adding. Are you crazy? Why would anybody add to it? Look, he he probably thinks everybody's as crooked and illegitimate as he is. But I mean, this is like a, a total weirdo. So I wouldn't pay much attention to Wiener. He's just a weird guy. God. I remember when they I remember when they told me that, uh, what he was accused of originally. They said, "Are you surprised that he that he did this?" I said, nah, "I actually expected far worse from Weiner." Agree with you. He's a sick guy. I mean, that's a sick comment that that, that the uh, hard drive was added to. He has no idea that's true. He just says it, which gives you know, what a liar he is. He just says it. He has no idea that that's correct. How would he know if it was added to or not? He's never listened to it. It's in my house, (laughs) among others. The one that I have has never been added to or subtracted from. It's exactly the way it was when it was given to me by by Mac. Gosh, Democrats don't lie about anything. Let's go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Yes, hello, Rudy. Very, very good show today. Thank you. You know, first of all, I wanted to say that you would think that with uh, the sky-high crime rate and the sky-high cost of living and the sky-high taxes in New York City, that Mayor Eric Adams would find something better to do and more productive to do than spend money on billboards in Florida. You know, he should clean up his own backyard first. Yeah, I know. Why would anybody come here? And so he, he, he puts up the billboard, and then they read about the subway shooting, right? He puts up the billboard, and somebody gets thrown in front of the subways. They read, he puts up the billboard, and they find out, oh, this month crime is up 40%. He puts up the billboard, and crime in the subways is up 65%. What, what good does the billboard do? How about getting it done? How about getting it reduced? What do I think of what? What do you think about the uh, recent uh, uh, investigation by the 
Wisconsin special prosecutor that found Mark Zuckerberg violated election bribery laws. Why isn't Mark Zuckerberg being prosecuted? Because he's a Democrat. Well, you think the crooked uh, attorney general is going to investigate him? That guy, I mean, that guy has turned out to be one hell of a disaster. That's, that's the guy who thinks that parents are, he thinks that parents are terrorists because they want to protect their children against uh, inappropriate sexual education. He also, he, I mean, he also had, did, has done nothing with the hard drive. With it. I mean, just, just, even before him, the Justice Department sat on all that. So now, now in the Durham investigation, it's coming out that the FBI knew way back in February of 2017 that everything about Russia was untrue. But what the hell did they put us to that investigation for? I, defend, I defended him during that investigation. That, that's why I, I also resent uh, Barr. Barr had the hard drive for months, never turned it over to us. It would have completely exonerated Trump. What's he doing hiding it? And, you know, the worst parts of the hard drive haven't even been revealed yet. There's been a little mention now of the 50% of the money went to Joe for 30 years. But nobody's explored that. There's a lot more evidence suggesting that or, or, or showing that. The, the hard drive, the computer, the main figure in that crime is Joe Biden, not Hunter. Hunter is not the number one guy. The number one guy is the big guy, he was getting 50% of all the illegal money. And if you can't figure that out, well, then you're as screwed up as Wiener. So we're now going to take a, a short break, and when we come back, we'll have the mayor's final word. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you uh, to give you my final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Make your contribution, $11 a month, to Tunnel to Towers, and that will be used for building homes, smart homes, for catastrophically injured uh, warriors who serve us and who have been catastrophically injured, loss of limbs and in the war, and it will also be used to pay off mortgages and other things for, for families that have lost uniform members. Can't be anything, you know, too much more important than that. So get, get your money in. And if you put in 11, well, we go up an 11 for this year. With inflation, we should go up a little. <laughs> but please. So I want to focus on uh, something that Zelensky said and the Pope uh, yesterday. They both talked about the possibility of nuclear war. And the Pope warned about how the conflict could lead to nuclear war if a mistake were made. And Zelensky basically said we should be ready. Instead of just worry, being, we shouldn't be worried about it. We should be getting ready for it. And uh, also for chemical uh, uh, warfare. And I, I kind of related to that because three days after September 11. Uh, we, we had a meeting late at night on a Friday night at Gracie Mansion. I brought together all the people that were experts on chemical and biological uh, agents and what could be done and how we would organize for it. And, um, and we spent about three hours going over what we would do because I just had an instinct that the next attack would be a chemical attack or, or a biological attack. And 
And one of the reasons I had an instinct is the FBI told me that, that they didn't think that was <laughs> The FBI told me they didn't, the intelligence was that that wouldn't be the next thing that happened. So I said, well, they've been, they've been so right about intelligence now. Let's go with the opposite. And, uh, and then, of course, although it has never been linked to September 11, one month later we were attacked with anthrax. But we were ready for it. I mean, we had actually just gone through. Uh, and one of the things we, we, we had was um, we had, like, stored away Jerry Howard, who had been the head of uh, the, the mayor's office, emergency management office and had left about a year earlier. Richie Shearer was the head then. But Jerry Howard and then Richie uh, had purchased a lot of uh, Cipro. So we had something like... I, I'm going to say three million stored away of Cipro, and uh, even that, you know, was kind of frightening because we might have ne- needed eight million. But it allowed us the minute the uh, the minute it came up, and then people were getting getting it. You would have to wait like a week to get results, and because they're so backed up, but we could give people Cipro in advance the way they should have been giving. Uh, people hydroxychloroquine and didn't and got a lot of people killed because of that, which is if you read Robert F. Kennedy's book, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, if you want really the details on how people were allowed to be, you know, to die because of this political thing about hydroxychloroquine, it was more than political, too. It also was that there was a real, real effort. And I think because of the money involved for the vaccine, they didn't want a treatment. They didn't want an effective treatment. An effective treatment would have, would have not allowed them to go through those, allow them the emergency authorizations in order to get the vaccine. So, I mean, if you read that book, what Robert F. Kennedy argues in that book and does a pretty good job of, of, of demonstrating is that we were sold out so that these companies can make a fortune on the vaccine. And it turns out to be a, a temporary vaccine. It's not like the polio vaccine. I mean, now you've got to get four boosters now in one year. And, and we've got results where people with natural immunity are doing much better than people with the vaccine. In fact, in fact there have been some comparisons in age groups where people with the vaccine are getting infected more than people that haven't been vaccinated. So there's a lot of issues here. But the most important one is... We never did anything about treating the disease. And then we used hydroxychloroquine in the hospital rather than immediately upon getting the disease, which is when it's effective. Now, the reason I say that is the same thing was true with anthrax. If you didn't give people Cipro within the first four or five days, it was pretty useless because the disease became so complicated after that, you were no longer just dealing with anthrax. You were dealing with all the secondary and collateral things it was causing. So this is something we have to examine because this could happen again. And there's a lot to learn. And I think there was an awful lot of not just mistakes made. I think we may have an issue of corruption there too. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think so. I more than think so, but I'd rather like point it out to you rather than just make that general assertion. So we'll say alleged. Okay. And uh, you, Have a great evening. Remember? But I always tell you, you wake up tomorrow morning, you say, God, thank you for allowing me to be in the United States of America, the greatest country on earth.
and ask for his help because we sure need it. God bless you and God bless America.